It's related. I promise. Yes, it is. We are back yet again for another wonderful episode. And today, oh, we're giving you a sneak peek into our lives, our family dynamics. And we all know family dynamics can be super complicated. Some are simple, but I think for the most part, we all have crazy complicated family dynamics. But at the end of the day, these are our families and we love them so dearly. So before we get into family dynamics and the interesting conversation we have lined up, in true RRP fashion, I gotta find out, girls, what stood out for you lately? Um, and maybe we can start with Sheila. What's been okay? We can start with Jules because Sheila <laughs> dramatically pointed the other way. <laughs> so JG, what's caught your attention lately, or what's been on your mind? Well, first of all, how you doing? How we doing? My name is JG. Oh, I've not even done intro. <laughs> Intro. I'm Jules, if y'all don't know, Jules underscore her on my Instagram, mm-hmm. or you can find me on my podcast at So This Is Love, Shameless Plug. Plug away, babe, not even shamelessly. Yes, and um, other people who are in the shadows in this podcast call me Juju. <laughs> What's up, nuns? We miss you, we miss you, we can't wait for you to come back. Yeah. Um, What's been happening with me? I mean, lots been happening, but I, I, this is not even something I noticed, but something that happened to me personally, Sharon. I don't know if I told you this story because mm-hmm. I know I haven't spoken to Sheila in a week, mm-hmm. but I, well, Shadow, who is oh, yeah. one of my cats, or was one of my cats, but it's not kind of my, anyway, Shadow was lost. Yeah. Shadow is kind of a celebrity on my Instagram. <laughs> Um, I'm not Shadow's mom any mom anymore. Have you said Shadow is a cat? Have you? Yes, I've clarified. Oh, said, Shadow oh, is okay, a cat. Oh, okay. did I not? Shadow is a cat, guys. <laughs> Shadow is my black cat, and um, well, so this is why I'm confused about uh, on whether who owns it mm-hmm. because I rescued Shadow's mom, who is Honey. She had four kittens. Yeah. Um, and I gave them all away to loving homes. And um, Shadow is the one I stayed with the longest up until this year. So his 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 his, his mother or his adopted mom yeah. um took one of the kittens from the litter, midnight, also a black cat. Shadow is black, 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 black. Shadow is black male, and then I had a black female. And the mom was like, oh, I heard you're looking for a home for Shadow. Why can't you give me, give me Shadow so they can hang out with the sister? Blah, 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 blah. So that's what I mean by she's the actual mom. He's not my cat anymore, but he'd come for a sleepover at my house <laughs> um, because we missed him. You know, I'd stayed with him for over a year. The yeah. other kittens, I only stayed with them for like uh, two months. So I gave them, I gave them away at seven, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So Shadow came for a sleepover and then on the day when we were doing the the, the handover, like, you know, you go, you meet with your ex-wife at the parking lot and <laughs> take the kids back. You see, back to my point of hyper-animal lovers. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just not those <laughs> animal lovers. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. just like a basic animal. <laughs> like a, like a, Yeah. So um, now I was giving Shadow back to the mom. Yeah. And um, she did have a cat carrier, a mm-hmm. carrier bag. Um, so she was like, no, no, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just hold him. He'll be in the car. But unfortunately he, when she was, cause she was a passenger in the car. Mm-hmm. So, so they had to go pick up somebody's kid. And now she was standing up for the kid to enter the car. In that, whatever confusion, Shadow jumped and left. Jeez. And we ended up looking for him till like 7 p.m. that night. And he was in a new area. So it was not at her house and not my house, but it was just somewhere we decided to meet. 
And the long and short of it was is Shadow was missing for 10 days up until yesterday. Um, and it was just crazy, like very sad for me mm-hmm. because I'm like, this is my baby. I raise him and now he's gone and he's he's a house cat. I mean, he's an indoor outdoor cat, but he's a pet. Mm. So be, I was worried that he wouldn't be able to, you know, hustle Find for panya panyas <laughs> with the other street cats. Because um, he's so friendly with other cats and he's so surprised when they're always like, nah, it's like, damn, y'all are rough up in this bitch. Um, yeah, and then every time it would rain, I'm like, oh my gosh, is he okay? Yeah. So, man, guys, it's such a long story on how I ended up finally getting him. There was a lot of bribing involved with bloody Samaritans in Kenya. They're not good Samaritans. They're hungry Samaritans. They help you as long as you feed. Mm. And finally, we found him yesterday and I had to go pick him up. Lost like four or five hours of my day. That's why I ended up sleeping so late last night. Yeah. He is very skinny, very, very skinny. And he kept on, this is crazy. I'll even show you a video. Mm. He'd sleep, like he'd fall asleep. And then after like one hour, he wakes up, meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. He's not oh, going anywhere. He's yeah. just meowing from where he is. Then I, when I go reassure him, he meow, 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 until he sleeps. Then he wakes up again. Damn. I was like, like, what the fuck? It's going on. Yeah, yeah. So, so now even when he wakes up, he has to meow, 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 meow. And then he'll go get some food, come back, meow, 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 and then chill. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just very vocal right mm-hmm. now. So I don't know what's, what's going on with him. He's always been an expressive cat. No. Well, anyway, but he's just yeah. going through it right now. Um, cause his mom is, has traveled. I'm going to stay with him Yeah, until we can fatten him up. The vet is coming tomorrow to just double check. But the vet was like, he's eating. Yes. He's pooping. Okay. Yes. So that's, so he's good. So he's like, don't worry, Jules. He's okay. But I'll just come check on him. But if it's an emergency, I'll come now. But if it's not an emergency, Mm -hmm. I'll come tomorrow. So now he's coming to check on him. And yeah, now he's eating. And of course, he's the first one who woke me up today morning. Yeah, I was like, I have not forgotten. His his meow is higher pitched than honey's. Gosh, thank God you found him though, because I was I was even saying to Jules like it it affected me also. Yeah, the OG got me a basic animal liker. If it affected a basic animal, like I was just like, no, we gotta find Shadow. Yeah, babe. Yeah, Imagine yeah. like I was being told the other day how I was, I came, until <laughs> I was late. Okay. I can't remember, and I was telling people, girl, I think I let Shadow down. Wait, Shadow, we need to go find Shadow. Imagine. I totally get that though. With pets, when they go missing, because I've had some pets go missing when I was younger. Turns out my mom was actually the one who threw them away. What? Story for another day. So, um, I feel like for me, the thing that comes to mind is, oh, I got to spend an entire day with a classic musician, classical musician superstar called Yo-Yo Ma. And, uh, That's pretty dope. And yeah, in case you don't know who Yo-Yo Ma is, he's like, in my opinion, the world's best cellist. He's a 19-time Grammy Award winner, but... Please say that slowly, because people can understand. Yeah, so he's a, he's won 19 Grammys. 19 Grammys, 19 yeah. Grammys. This same Grammy I was talking badly about. <laughs> but he actually doesn't like to be talked about in those accolades, but I'm choosing to mention it because I feel like sometimes you need to, you need to know. Mm. You need to know about him, to know how amazing it is to know that someone doesn't even want to be... Like, he doesn't like when you talk about those things, because it's just like, no, I'm human, blah, 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 blah. So it was amazing to spend a whole day with him. I learned so much. He told me something that I really, really, really wanted to share with everyone today, and especially Jules, because we've had this conversation so much about, you know, when you're feeling lost in terms of your vocations, like your skills, your career, your passion. And he said, the best way to know that you are doing right by you, in terms of your skills, your vocation, your passion, is to focus on 
two touch points. Whatever is your North Star. So for me, I'm a Christian. So my North Star is God and your inner child. The minute you find the balance between those two, then you know you're doing the right by yourself. And you need to find roles or jobs or projects that align to your North Star and your inner child. And I was just like, shit, that, that was so powerful for me. So I just thought to share that with everyone because that's how he's governed his whole life um you know being this successful cellist and i mean if there's one thing you can learn from freaking yo-yo ma i think for me that that really helped me figure out a lot of different things that i'm struggling with in my life right now mm-hmm. so yeah um, that's i have thing. a quick question like mm-hmm. what, what would be another example of a north star if not god so i think some people don't live necessarily by god it's more like do unto others what oh also maybe different. like family is your north star it's more like, yeah like, like yeah family can be a north star but it's just more like what's what's your basic guiding principle ah so for me it's christianity like whatever is in the is in the doctrine of christianity for some people it's not christian it's not islam it's just do unto others what you would have them do unto you like that's just your philosophy in life okay so he's like whatever that thing is for you that's your inner child and you have a good balance i like that what about you sheila um i saw something on the internet that's mm-hmm. just like wow this world, the world that we live in now. It's like, you know, you think you've seen everything, but you haven't seen anything. Mm-hmm. So there's this lady, she decided to make herself blind. Make herself blind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She identifies as blind. I've heard of those. As in, huh? yeah. She took disinfectant, put it in her eye. And just oh, I thought herself. she just closed her mm-hmm. eyes. She's just like, she She was like, I, don't, I didn't feel so good when I had sight. I was just <laughs> seeing too much. I was like, these people asked me to see them, like see this, see that sight. Wow. I was like, no. I feel like my real calling is darkness. Gizzies. <laughs> and I'm saying, you know, like I know in, in my mind right now, because it's not something that I've experienced before, it's like, how can you take this thing called sight for granted? Yeah. But then I do remember that people take things like hair for granted, right? Like we shave hair in school. God takes so much effort. Wait, Gabriel, I'm going to say, you're the tape is a teacher. Moving the hair. Your hair is unkempt. You know what I mean? There's somebody right now who God has blessed them with hips and they are being the gym just. So I'm just like, I can't, like in my mind right now, sight is too big, right? Yeah. But I just feel like the world that we've gotten into that there'll be a future where someone is like a kid is saying hi mom I feel like I just I, I, need, I need to stop hearing so I identify as deaf you need to take me to the hospital and change me to a deaf person wow. so she should have just donated her corneas to somebody who imagine that those are the kind of things that people say she should have just donated all that hair to people who don't have hair mm. you know what I mean like this is her choice her sight her and she said I unsight me she actually put disinfectant yeah this is a real story so for wow. me I didn't see this to judge I saw this to be like, of course I judged, but then I'm like, which, which leg am I standing to judge this? You know what I mean? Because there are things we are currently doing. It's like animal lovers. How dare you not love animals as I chew, I chew in chicken? You know what I mean? So I can't judge. But then at the same time, I'm like, yo, I'm looking into the future. If this is now 2050, <laughs> a kid will just wake up and say, I'm, I've stopped as, talking. Yeah, identify as mute. Shut my mouth. And then that thing for identifying, it's anyway. You know what? That's a whole conversation for another day. But for me, generally, mm-hmm. like, I know I look like a thousandaire, but I identify as a billionaire. <laughs> like, for, in my mind, they say fake it to I me. I love that for you. Yes. I love that for you. So, guys, this brings us back to today's topic. Let's segue my favorite word. Um, we're talking about family dynamics. And, of course, a lot of people feel shy from sharing stuff about their families. But today we said, you know what? We're going to let you guys in. 
And how we're going to do this is I have a couple of prompts here that I got from the fantastic resource that is ChatGPT. I literally said to ChatGPT, uh, I'm doing a podcast with my friends and we're trying to talk about our family dynamics. Please give me some five questions that we can ask. And it was like, no problem. What? Here we go. ChatGPT is the future. I need to download this tweet. Is it the future it's, or the here? It's the here. Mm. It's, uh, I don't know, is it downloadable yet? It's just on no, the it's internet. Just, just an, uh, but, so this is what ChatGPT said we should discuss. Oh, these are the questions from ChatGPT. So we're going to go around and answer quickly, guys. When you were a child under 16, okay, mm -hmm. what parent were you closest to and why? Sheila? I think that goes without saying. I think it was my mom. Yeah. Uh, because for me, she was the lesser evil. <laughs> she was left <laughs> not in a bad way. Like, my dad was just like, as he honestly, my dad used all his parenting points on me. Like, every, like any, 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 any trial error, he did it on me. So, like, my sisters and my brother don't know that side of him. Yeah. So, I, I would find it easier, although my mom was a whole accomplice. I, I, I she was, more the ally. Mm. she was more the ally. I mean, this case play good cop, bad cop on mm -hmm, your ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but now we're cool. Okay. I love them both. What about you, Jules? Who, who, who are you closest to? And why? I wasn't close to any of my parents when I was a teenager. Okay. Because I was just in my own space. <laughs> I see them, I say, cheers. I wasn't close to you. I cannot say close. Close, okay. closer to or closer. No, there was no lesser no. evil. Dad was always the lesser evil because mm. he's laid back. Um, he's the referee, mm -hmm. he's the coffee mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. When me and my mom were at loggerheads, which was a lot when I was younger. Yeah, the contrast between the relationship I have with my mother now and the relationship between my mother and I, um, from teenagehood all the way down to zero is literally day and night uh -huh. day and night because my mom was a disciplinarian okay my dad was very my dad didn't really discipline us it was just like dad save me and he's just there drinking <laughs> oh, his coffee so my mom was the tyrant in my mind bad cop, bad cop. Mm -hmm. and then my dad is, is the good cop but he did nothing he was just there like yeah. not even helping me when I'm being mad at <laughs> <laughs> me I was really beaten I don't know why my mom was beating me so bad I don't know that was it. I wasn't beaten Whoa, no, I was beaten not beaten like Jeez, I, I, I was Beaten. Like a like a black like, like you were bruised. Yeah, <laughs> what is we even the pinchings they give you bruises because they are yeah. so sharp and the pinchings were only done me I'd rather be beaten than pinched yeah, because me the pinching was rough yeah. me the pinching was always done in public <laughs> and, and in a secret place on my body because let's say I'm just talking nasty mom is like shut up embarrassing <laughs> me <laughs> she chunas me under the table and I'm trying to hold my tears but then are you okay yes she's like you okay let me talk to Juna my God, you guys are not I was beaten for sure. My dad is just like, what? What did what happened? The next thing you just say, come, come here. Just okay, just tell us the story as you're lying down. What happened? But but he couldn't even go too far because yeah. I would cry. But my mom said, okay, she has had enough. She has had enough. You know. <laughs> that was like your Hey, me, I, was beaten. I, was I feel beaten. like for me it was I was closest to my mom. Yeah, I think she's because I was the last born, so we we're just close. There's really no deep story. Like we we're just I was just always closer to to my mother. Okay, yeah. so the next one is from ChatGPT. Who amongst your siblings initiates family time? Now that then there was a preface. Now that you're all adults, assuming you're all adults and you don't live at home. Mm. So who amongst your siblings initiates family time, Sheila? I think it's me. Mm. I think I'm oh, the... I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> all my family members are like me. So mm. everybody's more like isolated, does the thing. I'm yeah. the one who brings people together. Oh, okay, Jules. I would say my brother. Really, Daryl? Yeah, okay. mm. yeah, because um, he likes to grill. 
Oh, that's cute. She's the one who's like, yo, you know, on Sunday we're making burgers. You come. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm. It's good that you asked that because I was just talking to my friend recently, and I was telling them how I want to be more pro. Actually, mm. it was my mom. I remember it was Marie. I was yeah. having this conversation with mom. She's like, you guys come. We're planning. As we don't know, you people at .com. You know what's happening. Take us places, like you know. <laughs> Um, so I've been prompted many times to take them out. Yeah, because we only hang out at their houses. Yeah, like, and my mom, but she's not telling us, tell us where to go, we go, you know. Mm. But I never do it. But when Derek is around, there's so much happening. So I think, I was going to say me, but let me just say Derek. And also his partner is really, really good at um, bringing the family together. Yeah, because mm. of the baby and da-da-da. Yeah, so I'd say my brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me, it's definitely my sister. I think she's she just, you know how we're talking about value systems at some point in another podcast? One of her value systems for sure is just that sense of family um so she's always like what Kambox is saying like she's always initiating family time you know she's setting up a whatsapp group with the fa- you know those things like mm-hmm. the person who's um bringing everyone together so yeah for me that's definitely lois shout out to you by the way we don't take it for granted um and then the next question here from chat gpt sheila and yes. shows, who resolves conflict in your family for example mom and dad have a disagreement mm-hmm. are you fixing the issue or you're, you're gonna let them resolve it that's a very interesting question. So yeah. I, I, if they want me to, uh-huh. which they would lean in, if if I mean, mm. my mom will come and tell me, you know your mom, you know your dad, yeah. you know your mom, you know your mom. <laughs> so I'm, I would say I'm positioned in my family to, you know, I'll be a point person if you want okay. to share. So you, and, and you take a side or you're like neutral. It depends. I'm before I would take sides. Okay. Right. Depending on my ally. <laughs> uh, but nowadays I don't take sides because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a whole adult. Right. And I know yeah. these people, even if I give them advice, they they'll do under the same bed. And then, you know, now yeah. I'm, the, I'm the outsider. It's true. So I'm just saying, hmm. Okay. Wow. And what did, how did that make you feel? <laughs> what part did you play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jules. Remember the question again? So, who resolves conflict in your family? For example, and ChatGPT was giving very conventional situations where there is a mom and a dad and they're together. So, mom and dad have a disagreement. Are you fixing the issue or you're going to let them resolve it? So, this sounds like it's a question to the kids. But yes. I'm not going to answer it like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say my dad is the one who would resolve conflict. Or amongst the kids. Um, amongst the kids, no, me and my, me and my siblings don't really have conflict much. Mm. Like, rarely. Um, but what I mean is, it's like when me and my mom would argue, okay, um, or we're, or if me and my, let's say when me and my brother, like we're we're just getting you know each other's faces, I feel like my dad is the one who would step in and be like, hey, 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 hey. I just remember my dad saying, <laughs> ladies, 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 ladies. So yeah. Um, but yeah. when it comes to maybe to to mom and dad, that that question is tricky. Mm, there's a lot of nuance. There's an enemy, but I feel like I remember as a child kind of stepping in when I would feel like, oh, are they about to get into a okay. little tiff mm. over here? You know, you know, when they're trying to not be so argumentative in front of the kids, I'd be like, look at me, I can dance. <laughs> 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 I keep the things kids do. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting family dynamic because um, even just to get a little bit deeper into that, I feel like firstborns, we really see a lot. Mm. We really see a lot in the sense of 
of our parents are young mm-hmm. when they first have us. I'm a firstborn. Yeah. So, and then also, anyway, so sometimes when I tell my sister, who is the last one, even my brother, mm. things that I remember, or, you know, so they're like, what? Really? Yeah, how? Isn't it a little bit? Yeah, oh, sorry. yeah we can hear everything. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like, yeah, so sometimes I tell my siblings, like something that happened, and I'm like, you don't remember when dad and mom, and then they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, bro, don't you remember when we're beaten? And they're like, no. Me, I feel like first ones we really shock absorb mm. a lot. So by the time the younger siblings are coming, you know, by the time my sister came, my mom and dad yeah. were older. Not to say she didn't see, mm. but their relationship was much more, more different. And the, the biggest example I'd give, because you're talking about pinching and beating, Versus beating. Like, my sister was not beaten. Mm-hmm. We never saw my sister being beaten. So me and my brother were like, so what the fuck is this about? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, she was not beaten. She was, you know, stop doing that. I there was no room for negotiation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes even beaten and you're like, what did I do? You can't remember. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you're just being beaten, you know, and then you don't know. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, so sometimes when my sister's like, you know, this trauma, I'm like, sis, why are you beaten? You're not beaten. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think first ones have it the worst. I mean, okay, I feel like actually when you put it that way, it makes me change my answer because I think now it's definitely my sister. Initially, I thought it was me who resolved conflict, mm-hmm. but I think it's actually my my sister because she's older and she's also like into like she's like she's a lawyer, so it's kind of within her nature. So yeah, for me, it's definitely my sister. So the next question is, uh, Kumbox Jules, do you feel like you have a strong sense of belonging and connection within your family? It's a bit deep, but... That's, yeah. a, that's a really great question, ChatGPT. <laughs> right. Um, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. not so much. Mm-hmm. Actually, I feel like part of my journey, uh, my, my the first probably half of my life, yeah. I didn't feel like I fit in because my mom got married when I was nine. And I just remember I nobody prepared me for that. Nobody mm. spoke to me. So there was just things going on. My best friend is down now with what's what's what? Then now they're having kids and da-da-da. So I found myself removing myself from mm. like I'm not needed. Let me just go be isolated in yeah. some boarding school somewhere. I'm not needed. I can so I've always moved in that way where I'm like, you know, it's okay, I'll do my thing on the side. But then when I decided now to re bring back myself mm. into the space. My space now was, I want to help people come together. Yeah. So so now I feel that place, I, which I didn't initially feel. feel. And there's, not, there's nothing like the family did. Yeah. It was just life happening. And I just felt like a pimple mm. or like a, like, a, like a boil that I just squeezed myself out. Wow. Yeah. Ew. Damn, that's deep. Sheila and the analogies, man. <laughs> and the thing is, they are really on the mark. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what about you, Jules? Do you, do you feel like you have a strong sense of belonging and connection within your family? It's such a weird question. It's such yeah, a weird question. Yeah. It's not a yes or no. Mm. What, what Connection and what? Belonging. And belonging. Right off the bat, yes. Connection, yes. Belonging, fuck yes. Um, but I will say, for me and for most people in this world, on this planet, mother, mother-daughter, mother-son relationships can be quite tricky. Mm. Because mothers, for me, my inside voice is my mom. Oh. When I'm in the market, I'm like, don't pick this one because they're not da, da, da. People, I can hear her or when I'm even just taking care of myself in the house make sure you open the curtains first before you da, da, da. you know like mm. my mom is my inside voice as a grown up as, and as a woman mm. and as I'm moving around and around around the world yeah so mother's caregivers or your first caregiver is play such an integral part but there's also a dance there 
a lot of people have painful relationships with their parents, with their mothers. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's usually the mother. Mm. It's usually the mother. Like, ugh, my mom and me, or my mom and me, we're so close. Mm. And what I'm so grateful for is that as a teenager, I just felt like me and my mom were in, on two different planets. I say one thing, she does see another thing, and yeah. we're just never getting each other. I just thought she's too backward to understand mm. my progressiveness and, you know, like even like answering answering back to her mm. to question something she said yeah. that's considered rude. And I'd be rolling my eyes like, why is it rude? Can I not question you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can't beat me anymore. So now I can't, you know, so I used to have a lot of like, mom, what the hell? And then I remember one day she told me, when the time we reach, you'll be looking for me. <laughs> Didn't she told me that once? And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, and not to say that yeah, I hated my mom and we're always fighting. No. But, and and also, let me just be clear. You know, I used to see other people, you know, is it how when the folks come, they run into the house because mm-hmm. the house is so strict. You have to, TV has to be switched off. As our, didn't have that. No, 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 no. As we were led to wild out, we could watch cartoons anytime. Mm. As long as you've done your homework when it's like bedtime. There was freedom. There was so freedom. freedom yeah. and, and my cousins keep, I remember my cousin Anissa telling me how they, they, she just used to love how my mom used to dote over us. I have no oh. memory of that. Mm. My memory of me is, Mom was always calling me for something. Apparently, she was just very like, um, she said, you don't remember when you guys went for um, camp? And then at my mom in the middle of our camp, which was me and, and her sister who are older, yeah. went for a, like a Bible camp. Mm-hmm. My, my, and it was only a one-week camp. My mom came with like snacks for us, like soda, cake, juice, Aww. crisps. And I'm like, yeah, it's normal. Like, mm. I'm sorry, folks didn't come, but like this is what my mom does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, like this, like that. Like, do you think my mom would have done that? Mm-hmm. So let me just give you context. That's the kind of mom my she mother was, is. Yeah, okay. Very doting, very whatever. But we just could not see eye to eye because we are literally the same. Mm. This strong-willed thing you see yeah, in personality. me, same. So she is trying to fix herself through me. Wow. And I could not understand That's why deep. there was so much, don't be like this, talk like this. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, mom, this is who I is. It's like, like, you know, projecting. Projecting. And we've mm-hmm. talked about it with yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And now, oh, yeah. yes, and now we are so, so close. Like, yeah, you guys, like, she calls you like your homie. Yeah, every day. I tell you from that coming out, even I had to block you from my mind. I'm sure. <laughs> now we have a bash for shadow. Don't drink me the lactose intolerant. But you know, that's the relationship we have now. You know, wow. she loves me, she takes care of me, and I can call her and we talk about almost everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't talk about her, my, my personal life because she gets a bit awkward. <laughs> but there are times when we've had a glass of wine, she's like, let me tell you idea. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for you, though. Yeah, so what was the yeah. question again? Do you feel like... So, it's related, I promise. So, I do feel, because of that, because so the reason I said, now that I feel so close to my mom, yeah. I feel so connected. Whereas mm-hmm. before, I used to be like, I can't wait to move out i can't wait to start my own life and have my own husband with my own kids and my own my own right not realizing the importance of that connection to Mm. home now i value it so much more so because my mother lost her mother when i was born and growing up my mom would always repeat i wish my mom was here i miss my mom and she put her my my grandmother's picture on like on the staircase every time she walks down the stairs she'd be like Oh, mommy, I miss you. Da, da, da. Mm. And she's like, you need to understand how getting to a mother, because she was newly married and I just, had just been born. Like, she's like, I needed my mom for so many things. Yeah. Now that I'm in that kind of age, I'm like, fuck. Imagine. I'm so sorry, mom. Mm. I'm sorry you didn't have, have what that. I have. Exactly. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, my heart is feeling warm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. 
Yeah. I feel like for for me, the strong connection and connection and belonging, I do feel it. I think where I don't feel it is, and I think it's something last bonds always face, where so, you're not too, there's so many things considered like traumas or bad things happening. You're always the last to find out because everyone is trying to protect you from that thing. Is that so? Yes. Oh my God. The number of times I find out that some crazy shit happened. <laughs> I'm like, why did everybody do that? I'm I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah. you, I, I don't know if it's my family, but from other last bones I've spoken to, you're coddled so much that you can almost feel isolated. So I feel a sense of belonging, but sometimes it can feel fake. Because it's like, I, I I want to be included even in the bad stuff. Even when things are not going great, I want to know what's happening. But this, sometimes you're sheltered so much as last bonds that it can actually make you feel a bit isolated. Interesting. So, I would like to know if other last bonds feel like I'm curious about my, my sister. Yeah, because yeah. I know I'm in the thick of it. I know what's going on. Yeah, no, I should, I, don't know what's... I literally think that is so true. Because mm. I remember when uh, my, my sister had to move in with me. Mm-hmm. And I just remember one day I pick up the phone and I call my mom like, did you take this girl to finishing school? Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how does she not know anything? You know what I mean? And then now it started to dawn on me that yeah. they, would, they, would, they would do everything for, for them. them yeah. right? Remember, Mia was the black mama that was being killed <laughs> in the house. Right? <laughs> and then there's somebody who has never. Mm, experience, right? experience. So, so that's how I have that relationship with my sister. Mm. I'm her parent. Wow. Because my parents are just saying, no, Ivy, no, she's listen. She's figuring it out yes. now. When I see Ivy, and I'm so proud of her. Oh, like she's come a long way. Yeah. <sighs> It's I so nice when you're older. I sister. feel so good. They grow up so fast. <laughs> like, after she did you know, I was like, what the can fuck? I, can I tell you, as a younger sister, the, the best compliment you can give your younger sister is telling them you're proud of them. Like, okay. that gets you, like, I'm already even, my throat is cracking. Huh? It makes you feel, from your older sibling and yeah. sister, yeah. like, if you tell Wambi, mm, I'm something, so proud of you. Oh my, it's like, it's nice when you hear from your parents, mm-hmm. but your older sister, it's like... Um, but I'm going to tell you this. I think I'd also be very happy if my sister told me that. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll so tell my sister Tell more. your sister yeah, that. Tell Lois. I think I will. Yeah. I think I will. Anyone in your family? We're looking for so much validation, validation from you guys. Okay. Oh, is that... We just want... We want to be you so badly. What? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to be my sister. Yeah. We want to be you so badly. My elder sister. So my younger sister, when I was a kid, when, when she was a kid. Yeah. She'd be asked, you Ivy, what do you want to be when you grow up? She says, Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> Wow, oh, that was like till like she was like in class eight over there. Like, you know what I mean? And I used to counter it by saying, "No, you be your own person. You be you." That's dope. right. Yeah. Now I'm just saying, "Bitch, you are me." <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, you're me. Love it. Okay, last one. Bitches, this is my song. <laughs> last one, and on a very light note, this might take you a moment to think about. But what do you guys think is the most interesting or unusual talent or hobby that runs throughout your whole family? I'll say that again. Mm-hmm. What's the most interesting or unusual? usual talent or hobby that runs in your whole family. I want to ask chat GPT uh-huh. and put questions to ask the, the, the African. So my family, yeah, I will tell you like the way I speak is how everybody except Ivy speaks, mm-hmm. right? There's no, like, you know how you'll ask, is this glass being used? Mm. No, it's just sitting there, just using itself. That's oh, how the humor. The sarcasm. I remember one time, 
This, this is before Ivy was born. So she probably doesn't even know the story. I have photos from that day. It was yeah. at Christmas. My elder sister, my mom and my dad, they're mm-hmm. into that shit. That's, this is the stuff that used to make me feel isolated, right? Yeah. Because once people gang up on me, I don't know what to do, right? I know how to do it by myself, mm-hmm. but somehow they will gang up. like this. So my mom over there, I'm like, oh, I don't want to play, blah, blah, blah. And there was a song playing on the radio. Yeah. It goes like, no, love your body. No, 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 love your body. My dad loves that song. <laughs> so... My, my family, my sister's like, mm, they keep poking me, poking me, poking me. Eventually, uh-huh. I start crying, right? Uh-huh. Like, we're just playing games there. We're playing, I think it was Monopoly or whatever. But, like, yes, just say, ah, she's, she's, you know, like, look, she's sulky. Look, she's this, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, eventually, as if that's not enough, they turn the lyrics of this song to me. Dude. <laughs> oh, my nose is paining. Because I cried until my nose is paining. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm young. Like, I'm young. My sister just turns out like, yeah, her nose is paining. Then they put it on the song, and that was the Christmas anthem. Oh my god! Till I left that house. Yeah. When my sister says, "Who you do about?" My dad says, "Yeah, my nose is painting." I'm like, I need to leave this family. I need to leave this family. That's where you get you get it from. You have to be strong willed. Yeah. I met my shushu. I'm like, ah. So the origin. So this the source. All all involved. Okay. That's so interesting. I, I feel like with, with my family, it's um we're we're all creatively inclined in a certain way. So like my mom plays the guitar, my my dad, he's he's really good at what do you call that thing? Sketching. Uh doodling. Doodling. Mm, like this. <laughs> Let me tell you yes. There was a day I went to his office. Um, when he had a nice big, 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 big job, and I looked at his desk because he had, you know, those mouse pads that are so big. Um, and he had it was the most beautiful piece of artwork, and I remember I was maybe like twelve. Oh wow, your dad is creative. I eh? didn't even understand what 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 it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, dad, what are these things you've done? It's like, this is something I do when, I, when I'm in a meeting and I'm a bit bored. That's literally how I do. Exactly. What I do. Oh, wow. It was so beautiful. I even asked him if I could hang it in my room, and he was like, I ni takataka. We can't hang this in your, you know, like I was so. I found it so beautiful and so abstract. Of course, I didn't have the English for this is art or whatever, but I just remember thinking, wow. My dad is so cool. He's so cool. And I, like, he's created something so beautiful, right? Because I, I knew him as a big boss, corporate guy, whatever. I never saw him as any artistic whatever. And then my sister is very good at sculpting. My brother can make amazing comic books. Like, we all have a bit of a, a creative oh, nice. streak in us, yeah. but it's, it's very suppressed for most of us. So I think that's the unusual part, that like it's suppressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Jules? The question is hobbies that we all share. Hobbies or uh, something unusual or interesting, an unusual talent. Like, can you all just, just ask a question, sorry. So what's the most interesting or unusual talent or hobby that runs in your family? There's nothing. There, I, I, you know, I, I can I can already see the white people say, you know, we play this game where we throw like a penny into a bottle and it's like a family thing. We don't have that kind of thing in our family. Yeah. But I can tell you what we all love to do is watch and critique films. Um, Mostly me, my brother, and my dad. Um, my sister is also uh, so, yeah. uh, uh, yes, um, a graduate of film school mm. or performing arts. And um, yeah, growing up, my dad loved movies and loved reading books. So he mm. opened his own video library. Like oh, yeah, our so. the, the video library, we used to have original tapes. And that's where my love for film really, really, began. really. The influence my father has had on me is crazy because through him, he's very quiet in the background, you know, like just, uh, it's my mom who was very much in my head or in my life, but my dad introduced me to the arts or, or maybe he found the flames in me. Mm. So like when he'd come from his travels, there's one time he came home with CDs and he had, it was Marvin Gaye, Al Green, and then he bought me um, Anthony Hamilton because I'd just gotten into Neo Soul. So and Anthony, Anthony Hamilton, 
Hamilton and Corinne Bailey Ray. I love Corinne Bailey. Yeah, that album. So, 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 so that's so for me. I think it would just be things like film. Mm. Like my dad the other day sent me a text. He's like, "Have you watched the Janet Jackson? Janet Jackson? <laughs> Janet Jackson special? Where my English? <laughs> Have you watched the Janet Jackson special on Showmax? Wow! And I was like, yes, I did because he's a huge. Fan of Janet Jackson. Yeah, yeah. So I discovered like that kind of music from him. Mm. The seventh. So Al Green, Marvin Gaye, um, that era of music just reminds me of my dad. And nice. when he's ironing his shirt in the morning, there's nothing I can say that it runs, runs through the family. Runs through the family. But um, but I'm but I'm yeah. I think we are all a little bit creatively inclined. But it's I'm the only one. I think me and my sister are the only ones who have taken the bold step because mm-hmm. my dad also likes to sketch. I discovered this. Yeah, and I was like, what? Um, my mom is very good with landscaping. You've seen mm-hmm. our house. house yeah, yeah. Beautiful. And then there's me. And then my brother has an interest in photography that he's never oh, pursued. Really? Yes, he wanted okay. to buy a whole camera. Da, 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 never did it. Derek, mm. please do the damn thing. <laughs> and then we have my sister who's yeah. who's into film wow. and acting. So, yeah. I love it. And as we come to an end, uh, we're going to go around and share one bad attribute that we have picked up because of our family dynamics. And we're going to start with Sheila. What do you think is a, not bad, negative, negative attribute mm. that is as a result of your this is like getting deep. It's like getting <laughs> to like you know family trauma level. I don't know how deep we want to go though. I'm up to you. Whatever you feel comfortable sharing. I feel for me, like I mentioned, it was just for I'm, I'll never outstay my welcome. Mm. I can, which it turned out to be a good thing being yeah. independent, but. I'm I'm just not that person that's gonna lean on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm learning now to unlearn that because mm-hmm. nobody did it intentionally. They didn't even know that this was going on with me. They're just mm-hmm. like, what is wrong with you? You know, and me, I'm just like father and father back, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen that play out in relationships where, you know, I'm like, my problems are my problems and your problems are our problems. Yeah. You know. Um, so now I've, you know, learned to you can lean kidogo on somebody, just kidogo. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Jules, can you think of any? I think go ahead, go first. So for me, I definitely think um, because of being a last born and that whole thing of being coddled, I'm overly sensitive to confrontation and anything that is abrasive and like, especially from someone I, I feel like you're, 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 you're like family to me. I feel like I can take confrontation from, I mean, I even struggle with people far removed, but someone who's very close to me, like a partner or a close friend, I just, I don't know how to feel safe around you when you confront me. Because I feel like as a last born, you're, you're, you're never really... You're held accountable. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. You're not really held accountable in the same way that the older siblings are, right? So I think the, the negative thing has just been, I can be so freaking sensitive. And it's it's so, it, sometimes it's a bit unrealistic because like someone just needs to get some information past you. Like I just need you to know that this is not going well by me. It's, it's not personal, but I just don't like this. And me, I'll be over there like, what the fuck? I thought you were my friend. I thought you were my boyfriend. Like I want to tell myself so many other stories. But really this person is just trying to tell you like um, something is not sitting right to them. So I feel like that's definitely a direct result of being a last born, being caught. Like, you know, it's like I'm, I live in an unrealistic world of rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. Um, of course, I've grown up and understood that that's not the case. But deep down, that inner child is still like, I want you to hug me and love on me and 
take care of me, take hold, care my me hand. hold my hand, kiss my fucking forehead, like what the fuck? Mm. You know, like I'm, 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 I feel like I need. I'm all the this baby. Food. I'm the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a grown up. Like, I, I can't be operating in life like. I feel I'm that now. energy from you, Sharon. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. I, I do, I do, I do, I do feel that. Energy. Like when I'm with you and like we're in a situation. Yes. I almost feel like I need to, I need to lose up. Yeah, exactly, and you can see how noise is dynamic. Yes, like I can. Feel, I feel like yeah. I need to work because you'd be like, Jules, do you think we, like even as simple as the other day we went, we, we were in Sarit, and you couldn't yeah. find where I was at. Oh yeah, and I and it is you who was supposed to find me, but I was like, I need to find Sharon. She's not okay. She was just on a level below, guys. But like, you were coming to me, but I was like, no, I will come and find you and get you and save you from being lost in the mall. You know, if it was Sheila, be like Sheila will find us. We're fine. We're good. There is there, so you know. So you need to grow up. You need to grow up. That's what I'm saying. It's a yeah. negative thing. We're, it's a, we're trying, guys. You guys, your negative things are cute, as you know now. But now I'm doing better. Mine is bad. Okay, so what's yours? I became very defensive because of needing to always def- um, defend myself because of the, the criticism of, what are you doing? You need to do this. You need to take care of your brother. Has he done his homework? So I used to always be ready with an answer. Mm. Um, and it made me, surprisingly, for you guys maybe, struggle with vulnerability um, with family okay i would be easy it would be easy for me to be vulnerable with you mm. be friends with you people are saying oh you're so authentic you're so whatever whatever i think my siblings usually are like who the fuck is that because <laughs> <laughs> my sister was a headmaster in the house <laughs> you know so I, I i i almost mimicked my mother mm. in that um, and then also the defensive thing, which is something I'm so glad I feel like is more behind me, but I still have it. I can, st- I still see pieces of it come out. Like mm-hmm. if you try and come, come and attack me some shit, I already have an answer even before I know what you've said <laughs> or what, even understood what you're saying because yeah. I need to protect myself. Mm. So working on my inner child is telling that baby girl, sweetie, it's okay to be caught unawares. Yeah. It's okay. And it's okay to be exposed. Stay, be comfortable in that. Mm. Those are the kind of things I'm working on um, in my adulthood, mm. healing that inner child. And um, yeah, I hope that answers it's definitely your guys. question. <laughs> hey, it's interesting to know this about you guys. I don't think we've ever talked about this specific thing. And that's why it's important to talk about family dynamics yeah, because good child, as babe. much as you're far removed, you know, you're saying, ah, you know, there's Julia. There's people who are like, hey, we'll come. Yeah, we're, 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 we're not here. <laughs> And and the only people who can really, really check me. These are people who know, like, this is, these are the only person, and Mm. I say this without fear or favor, who can get under my skin Mm. in record seconds (laughs) is Ivy and Wendy. Mm. This is my two sisters. Yeah. As in Ivy. There was a time she was permanently under my skin. Like she had etched herself inside under my skin. Right? And I was every day I'm just saying, I swear to God. I swear to God. And that's why when I'm on the other side of it, I'm just saying, who the fuck is this? Like, you know, sometimes I see her doing her thing. I'm just like, I'm so fast. Look at her. I say, you know, I'm going to buy, I'm just saying, she's not even asking for money. So sweet. I love That's it. so sweet. As we as we bring this to to a beautiful wrap, let's share the good things that you know have come as a result of our family dynamics. Sheila, why don't you start? Because I feel like you kind of touched on it a little bit now. I feel like my the best thing that I have gotten from my family, without a doubt, mm. is unconditional love. Mm. There's so many things. I mean, I'm an adventurous child. 
Uh, and you know I've made lots of mistakes on the way yeah I never once found myself going outside looking for approval mm, or wow. you know so so the, my first line of defense is always my family mm-hmm. or in a whatsapp group as in I just usually see who's online and that's the person I call so I can easily cry on my dad's shoulder I can wow. cry on my mom's shoulder and I can cry on my sister's shoulder mm. right my small sister my big sister's shoulder is busy my <laughs> <laughs> shoulders are busy but when they're not busy you're there in fourth call, fourth call, fourth call, <laughs> right? But yeah, so just being so sure, like I'm 1,000% sure, without a doubt. Mm. Like these are, like I can call my, my dad right now and say, my back is aching, I can't leave the house. And the guy will pambana from out of town, yeah. right, to come take care of me. Mm. And I don't mean those ones of take care of me. He's the one who, if he's the only one, he will, you know, take me to the shower. He will take me to hospital if I need. He will take care of me and not bring an ass, right? Wow. So knowing that I have that unconditional mm. love, I never seek it outside. Yeah, you're like unstoppable. Yeah, I never yeah. seek it outside. Mm. These are the people who be like, we've woken up, we're listening to the show. Mm. How are you doing? How are you doing? You know, and, and I used to take that for granted because I didn't understand it. Yeah. And just like Jules said, you know, at that point, you're like, these people are all up in my grill. Yeah. You know, these people, they don't even understand me. But then I had to bring myself back. It was not my parents. My parents weren't actually coming and saying, no, they just did the best that they could. Yeah. It was me going out there and realizing, actually, there's nothing out here. I'm going back in there. And I ensured that we create the relationship. And creating the relationship, you realize, man, these people will die for me. Yeah. Like, literally. You know, so so I, I love that I have that. Because I know a lot of people around me mm. don't have that. Yeah. So sweet. What about you, Jules? So you want to go first? Um, I, you know, I keep forgetting the question because I'm listening. What's the question? The question is, I want to answer the actual question. The positive. Positive attribute that you've gotten specifically because of the family dynamics. So is it, it's an attribute that I have as That a, you have, yeah. I would say, I, I wouldn't say it's because of the family dynamic, but it's more so because of my up, upbringing. Mm. Um, I think, girl, I don't know. I don't know. This, that's, this is a loaded question and it's quite vague. But what comes to mind is just my accommodativeness. Um, I feel I get that from my mom because I see that's how she is with other people. Mm. Um, and even towards my friends, like when my friends come over or she hears, oh, I'm with yeah. Sheila. And she she goes, say tell hi. Tell them to say hi. <laughs> you know, Sheila, I used to watch you on Big Brother. You know, <laughs> so I feel like there's a warmth that um, I, I have or have adopted from yeah. my mom. So like, if people come to my house, it's not like, what are you doing here? You know, just come in, we'll figure it out. I have friends who actually tell me, please don't come to my house unannounced. Mm. You know, I feel like if you come unannounced, even though I might not want to have a guest, mm-hmm. I will still be accommod- accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a good thing, a bad thing? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure, we, we can figure, we can call it a good, a good, good thing. Or, a good or a bad, bad thing. thing. Okay. Um, but I, I thought the question was also asking maybe what good thing like you appreciate or whatever from their family dynamic. I just wanted to say the way my folks are always showing up for me mm. and I took it for granted until I became an adult. So, you know, little things like me falling sick the other day, yeah, I fell sick. 2am, both wow. mom and dad coming to my house to pick me up. I could have gotten a cab and gone. But my mom was just like, we're coming. I said, no, mom, I'm just telling you, I want to go to hospital. Then I can hear my dad asking, but where is she feeling the pain? Here yeah, okay. My mom is saying, then she just shouted at my dad, Nikikuyu, stop asking questions, where your clothes we go? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that's so sweet. And I'm saying, look at your father, he's asking questions, then let's go, Maka, let's go. Let's meet at Agakan. I'm like, wow, mom. Yeah. She said, look, she said, I've realized how will you be able to get a taxi at this time? It's not safe. We are coming for you. <laughs> it 
was raining. And they came. And they came. So I'm just wow. like, I used to be like, my folks are just, I don't understand. Mm. Look at them. So yeah, I'm 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 very very blessed, That's... and I did not see that until I got older, mm. and you know started you know you started adulting, and you're like oh shit I, I need these guys I need these guys yeah yeah for me it's it's a bit similar but it's just more of I, I realize now that the reason I'm I would say I'm a fairly confident person like it it takes a lot for me to feel shy or nervous and I think it's because again being a last born my parents you know how last born you're told to you can be whatever you want to be you're encouraged now. I was gonna say I don't know. What are you talking about? But you, you just I feel like you're encouraged. Us guys were meanwhile first lawyer, doctor. What not that you do whatever you want. I want to be an artist. No, no. As you ask, what do you want to be? But you can see the code. They are waiting for that answer. You have to be like. You have to be like pilot. Good. So that was not the case for me. I mean, of course, they tried to redirect me here and there, but it was very much an open book. Be whoever you want to be will support you, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that definitely made me feel like I can be whoever I want to be. So guys, I think that was such a cathartic session. Like I'm feeling very um, nice on the inside. So thank you for sharing all your... <laughs> thank you for sharing all your stories. And um, remember guys, we would love to know what are, what's the situation with your family and your family dynamics. And please let us know also the good things that have come out as a result of that. And even the bad attributes. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. You can hit us up on our social media at It's Related, I promise. Send us a voice note. We always love those. And if you've made this far thank you so so much this has been recorded at nine west building at the coffee studios so be sure to check them out on sophie on social media at coffee centers in a wonderful session and remember it's related i promise mister don't treat me so unkind Hey, uh, this is M. I love your podcast and I wanted to contribute on the topic of adult friendships. And uh, you all mentioned that uh, you feel suspicious uh, when people come to you because you're in the public uh, space. Well, from this other side, for us who are not in the public space, uh, there is a bit of suspicion also on people who are in the public space because, you know, you you don't want to be the next object of their, you know, quote unquote content. And for me, something else, uh, I just moved to one of the Scandinavian countries. I'm 37 divorced single mom so when it comes to <laughs> making those friendships it's it's the ghetto because culturally it's everything is different um but what i can say is slowly by slowly um you can see your tribes start, starting to take form even as an introvert like me you can start seeing it take form hey i love the podcast love this episode of the one on content creators grouping each other and i feel really strongly about this and i want to talk about how i think something that we don't talk about is it comes from a point of privilege to think about um, trademarking things because it's very expensive and a lot of times when you're starting out as a creator or in whatever field you don't necessarily have the financial backing to be able to trademark and protect yourself so it's like are you only ever going to think about crossing the line when it's legal or also like ethical you know which is just yeah Hey Sharon, Sheila, Shiro and Jules, this is the episode I have been waiting for my entire life because what in the glitch in the matrix life have I been living? <laughs> I think just like Sharon, I'm also transgenerational and I have lived my entire life very unconventionally as a millennial and I used to wonder what is wrong with me until Gen Z came through and I was like, finally, people I can relate with. I don't have as much energy as they do because I'm a bit older, but I really do understand their life. I've literally lived their life my entire life. I've left places of work that didn't 
serve me. I've left home because it didn't serve me. I probably have 10 years experience and I've worked in like eight places. So I've lived a very Gen Z life and just seeing all of it come to life is very beautiful. I think millennials were hell bent on curating perfection and Gen Z have just come and said, wait, humans don't look like this. Humans don't behave like this. This is what is normal and I love it. I'm also a nudist and I'm just happy for all the undressing that we are now doing. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thank you.